Welcome to Renovation Nation with your hosts, renovation weapon Jen Jones and the resident DIYer Duncan Hyde. This podcast will help turn your renovation dreams into reality, arming you with the knowledge, inspiration, tips, tricks, and expert advice. Hello, mate. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Renovation Nation. As promised, we are back with quick tips. Uh, this week's episode, if you missed it, is an amazing episode. Uh, with a lady called Soph, and she's a homeowner. She's bought a ridiculously epic mid-century home in West Auckland um, in the amazing native forest, and the home's even better than the area she lives in. Uh, Sophie Erickson from Easy Tiger Styling Co. If you haven't listened, go back and have a listen. Quick tips this week, Jen? Yeah, so I've just got one, and it's just one because I don't want anybody to lose focus by other other tips. Mm. Um, I just want them to focus on this one and I can't stress it enough and I don't want to nag but set a goddamn budget. <laughs> like, I really can't stress this enough and I'm not saying that you have to stick to it. Like Sophie said in the episode, you know, have a project plan but know that it could be fluid. The thing is that until you actually sit down and kind of list out all the things that you need to do and start plugging in some costs, even if they're just guests, like you, don't, you know, you don't necessarily have to know what things are going to cost, but just to list things out really cements actually how much work goes into a specific room, like say it's a bathroom renovation, and you might think, oh, it's just tapware and tiles um, and a waterproofer and a tiler, but actually when you when you list everything out, you realise you've got to get a pop-up waste for the basin and you realise that you've got to get a trap for the basin and you realise that you've got to get, you know, um, maybe a mirror or you some wall lights or the floor waste gully for your shower and you don't think about actually everything that goes mm-hmm. into a renovation. So set a budget, list out all the things that you need, um, plug and play, but not just that track cost as well because as you finish a room, if unlike Sophie you actually finish a room, um, then you can probably take learnings from from that process and feed that into your next room that or area that you renovate, you know, you might not realise that you actually go through 10 tubes of no more gaps and mm-hmm. 13 or 14 bucks a tube or whatever it is, you know, like that adds up. Could you give a percentage of what your client's um, budget expectation is? Like how much is it out? Like they go, oh yeah, my bathroom's going to cost this much. Is it 40% too low? I'm usually having to multiply by two to three times. Shh. Good indication. Yeah. Good indication. And that's in the context of a whole home. So yes. someone will come to me and say, oh, this is a, we've got a budget of 150 grand and this is what we want to do. And I'm like, wow, that's, you're probably more in the sort of $500,000 range, wow. you know, four to $500,000 range, depending on what, like the level of quality of finish for your fixtures and fittings. And if you are tracking as it comes along, when you have something that spills over budget, then you can look at what's next and maybe you can yeah. cut somewhere else and try and yeah. you know keep it in check. I think one of the key differences between people who do a reno all at once, you know, move out of the house, outsource it to a builder kind of situation, like you, you have an indication of cost up front, but there's always about another 20% that comes in as unforeseen costs versus people who are DIYing almost in like a paycheck to paycheck situation. So you do a little bit this weekend, you have a break for a couple of weeks, you've built up a little bit more money again, you go back to the hardware store, you get what you need, you do the next little bit. Um, and you can like you can very quickly lose sight of actually how much you've put into a house when you're operating that way. And then when you think about 
you know, that conversation from episode three, the risk of overcapitalizing, you can very quickly overcapitalize without realizing because you've spent an extra couple of grand more than what you thought you had because it's just kind of crept up on you. I reckon that I'm, I'm definitely in that boat. Like I was having that conversation with my wife, Dixie, this week and I was like, yeah, I just want to put some screen on the deck there because it'll be more private. We've got a deck that's, you know, the whole row can see onto yeah. and I was like, then we'll actually use it out there and she's like, or you could do other stuff that you haven't finished that doesn't <laughs> yeah. cost money. And I feel like all these little trips down to the hardware yeah. store. Um, Good really, old scoped creep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just I mean, that's happening all the time. I like to have yeah. different projects on the go. I'm the same as you. It'd be a really interesting exercise to go mm. back through since we moved in. How many of those little trips off yeah. to the hardware store to pick up a few bits and pieces, yeah. what that actually would add up to. It also, it doesn't have to be a difficult thing. Like You don't have to sit down with all your receipts or something. Like if you use a program, I use a program called Pocketsmith. Um which is a budget program online that Zero recommends, and you can connect your bank account um, to it, so it pulls in all your Sick. transactions, and then you can go through and code things. So you can set up a code that just um, automatically files any purchases from like Bunnings or Mitre Ten into a category called renovation, right? And so then like maybe you set your budget at X number of dollars a month or something to spend on your renovation, and then it just codes all of your transactions to that folder. And then you can go in and go, oh, okay, actually, this is how much I've spent. I think you've told me about this before and I never opened it. How bad's that? I'm just looking now. Pocketsmith. You got oh, it. Yeah. Just, I'll, check, a- I'll check a link in the show notes in case anybody else wants to have a look. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll actually. Um. I'll, I'll get onto that this week, and I'll give you some feedback next week. Okay. Because it's. I mean, in theory, it sounds like such a bloody great idea. Oh, it's great. I've actually got it. For, I've got it. I use it for our household cost and I also use it for my business budgeting as well. It's such a great tool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well that's quick tips for another week. Next week we're chatting about budget blowouts um, and what you need to look out for and I guess a little bit of the stuff we've just covered but way more in depth. Yeah. uh, With a bloody great builder. His name is Chris. He's from Nelson. He's flying up for it. You're going to love him. This has been Renovation Nation. Don't forget to listen to the rest of the episodes that are out now, as well as the tips and question and answer segments. Links to the guests, their companies, and the podcast are available in the show notes. Until next week, cheers. And just like that, another episode of Renovation Nation done. All cheers to our mates at Floride Extra, who can help you with your inspiration right through the installation. Go and see them or check them out, floridextra.co.nz.